up everything. The number of COVID cases on the St. Louis Blues, that's what. As the NHL prepares to transition into Phase 3, the Blues are one of a number of teams to report an outbreak of coronavirus cases. We have no idea who's got it, but in true 2G1C fashion, we'll speculate wildly. Then, we'll begin a series looking at the best Blues player to wear every number, from double zero to pi r squared. It's a lot to cover, so let's get started, and let's go Blues Antibodies! here in our patriotic studios mm-hmm. for Venezuela, whose Independence Day is July 5th, I think I read earlier today, but, you know, more for the... <laughs> Viva Venezuela. Venezuela. That's right, Viva Chavez. <laughs> no. We are uh, Chavez neutral. That's right. <laughs> that is he's, right. He's never done anything to no, me. No, nothing to us personally, so... We're here. Uh, you will hear probably the uh, the occasional firework in the background, the occasional cat complaining about fireworks in the background. But you know, we're here on the USS Lusitania. That one's underwater. Isn't yeah, it? I, think they, I think they sunk that one. Well, you know, we found it, and that's where we're <laughs> it didn't, recording. It didn't so. move. Let's, I'll tell you, folks. The, uh, the the water sealant on this is not strong, and. We probably will drown. Wet, but, very wet. Uh, but uh, we we got a lot to discuss first. Well, we got a little to discuss. We, we made up some. a lot to discuss. How was your Fourth of July, Stephen? It was uh, it was really good, actually. I have uh, uh, for the last several years gone over to a friend's. I never shot off fireworks ever at all, and I still don't do anything of significance. But I go <laughs> over to a friend's house and we do some like smoke bombs and stuff like that. Very safe stuff in his backyard. Um, so that was fun. We mm-hmm. did we've done that every year, and I actually got a lot done. Um, for uh, you know, like I feel I feel like I haven't been productive lately, and then it was like, oh, I actually have an extra day off this weekend, so I am going to be productive. So that was cool. How was yours? Good. It was good. We did nothing with fireworks. Nothing good. at all. Normally we'd go somewhere to watch them, but. Uh-huh. I didn't even check to see if watching them with people was still a thing currently, <laughs> so I just said, screw it, it's not. Were there a lot like going off around your neighborhood? Or yeah, there were quite a few. Okay. Um, I felt like, I don't know that there were as many or any organized displays this year, but I felt like there were a lot more just like hoodlums in oh, the yeah. just going wild. Oh man, um, I am fine with loud noises, <laughs> but I also don't like not expecting them uh-huh. but i also when walking down the street yesterday would hear like you hear them going off in the distance like you know twilight mm-hmm. and uh great franchise yeah great, great film. you love it you love you love to see it um but then you'd hear the distinct sort of like boom sound mm-hmm. near you You're like oh no this oh. one's gonna be this one's gonna be loud i heard it shoot off and we actually in the last week got a new puppy a dachshund uh-huh. puppy uh, who named. named Frankie because yes. you have it's either Oscar or Frankie yeah. it's one or the other and uh, he's doing really well and he didn't seem to hate the fireworks when we were outside getting him to pee but uh, he also would hear it and kind of 
perk his head up and then just sort of run in a direction <laughs> as fast as he could, which is not very fast. Uh-huh. But he wasn't whining, wasn't like scared, senseless inside. So like, okay, that's good. That's Pretty not good. bad, yeah. yeah now he's been be exposed worse. to them. He's had his first 4th of July. I saw a lot of posts on social media yesterday from Mark Hamill, among others, that were like, dogs hate fireworks. And I'm like, sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? And like, it's kind of the weird thing. Like, how can you do this? And I'm like, I feel for your dog. I really do. And like, it's it stinks, but it's also like... That's just kind of like you're not going to make people not shoot yeah. fireworks off. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not a bit, you know, I only did the few and they were pretty quiet, but it's like you're not going to stop yeah. Independence Day for the sake of the dogs. So. I think what my aunt and uncle do, they had a, a um, rescue dog that doesn't like loud noises like that. And so I'll actually like hide in the bathtub of their house. And so mm-hmm. they've taken to taking it downstairs in the basement to that bathtub. And it's totally fine. It's like it's fun and happy place. It just sits there and wags its tail. And it's like, I know loud noises can't get me here. And I was like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> that's adorable. I like that. Um, so yeah, good 4th of July. Happy 4th of July to everyone out there, even though it's the 5th of July. Mm. You can either take it a day late or 364 days early. Your call. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know. There's a, there was a lot of blowing stuff up this weekend. And speaking of blowing things up, the St. Louis Blues have blown up their practice routine on account of three positive, four positive coronavirus cases, three with the players, and one with a coach. That is all we know officially, mm-hmm. except that it has been said that the players most likely contracted the virus while out at a bar in Clayton. Now, Ian... I think we both would admit it would be reckless and irresponsible to speculate in any way as to who has acquired the coronavirus. <laughs> and yet, if you don't believe we will tackle this mystery with a Sherlock Holmes intensity, then you've never listened to the Two Guys One Cup <laughs> podcast before. So, Ian, it's time to speculate wildly who on the blues has the coronavirus. So you can't have a child. I think that's right out. Yeah. I think generally right. speaking, if you have a kid, you You're weren't out at a bar no. getting the coronavirus. Right. You know. So cross off Petrangelo. Yeah. Tarasenko, that's three kids. Uh, three kids of his own. Um, <laughs> Tyler Bozak's <laughs> got a whole mess of kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, David J- Perron's had a Jay kid. Jay Bowmeister, I don't even know if he hangs with the team anymore. No, he's probably just not. gone. He's probably not in St. Louis. He's probably back I'm in bounced. Alberta or wherever. They're coming to him eventually. He just gets a stay there. Right. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a coach. Uh, so yeah, all those guys are out now. the The logic would be that it's the young guys, but uh, Robert Thomas isn't old enough to go to an American bar and drink. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to be him. It's not going to be Jordan Cairo. Those guys are just very, you know, very Fortnite Xbox yeah, centric. I don't feel like their ideal night out is getting plastered. Robert Bortuzzo's yeah, ideal like, night out is getting plastered. You said plastered. the opportune word, plastered. Uh, and I think he's, uh, yeah. if I was going to put, if I was going to take a hundred dollars and bet it on, you know, you get a, th- you get a th- 300% return if you get one right and you split it up, I'd bet like 35, $40 on Robert Bortuzzo <laughs> being one of the cases. Mm, easy. For uh, sure. Yeah. And you'll talk about it on Spit and Chicklets. Yeah, you'll say it was a, a hell of weeks. hell of a virus. And then they'll mock him for being a pigeon. Yeah. And that's how that works. Uh, so we're going to say Robert, we, we agree on Robert Bortuzzo. Yes. 100%. And we're going to treat this like uh, the final category of 
uh, Wheel of Fortune, the final puzzle where you mm. name the vowel last, we'll name the coach last. He's his own <laughs> thing. We don't say that with the rest of them, okay? Because uh, then Pat Sajak's got to remind you that you still have yeah, a vowel last. this show's been on for 80 years. Very <laughs> simple rules. It's been on for 80 years. Vanna White is 900 and her face looks 45. <laughs> um, but uh, so Robert Bortuzzo feels like a lock. Yeah, that's a lock. I'm going to go just move slightly over in the locker room and say I would put uh, a good wager on Colton Pareko, perhaps. Oh. Just seems like he's the guy that's like quiet, but would be peer pressured into a night out, you know? I could see that. Or not even peer pressured, like he'd do it and he'd be the guy that's like quiet in the background, but you know. He just thought it'd be there. fun. He yeah. just wanted to go. Mm-hmm. So that's what that, that I pretty suspicious of that mm. um if robbie fabrio is still here it'd be i think oh, that's a lot i would put 50 dollars on robbie fabrio but he's uh, gone he's gone you know who we're not considering is jordan vinnington an option oh yeah i mean he he's that guy he's got a whole has life. shown some emotion yeah that's right he and has a roommate that's right <laughs> yep yep there's a female roommate but not a girlfriend. Not a girlfriend. But they do seem to behave in that sort yeah. of way. But that's not what he it's calls it. It's not been it. confirmed. Uh, yeah, I just... He seems I, like a night on the town sort of guy. I feel like David Perron, I know that dude got wasted mm. in the festivities. But he's got a family. Who was the one that fell off the truck? Was that Sanford? Uh, Barbashev. Barbashev fell off. But he's I mean, in the Fortnite gang, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, and he's also married. No, Sammy Boy's in the Fortnite. Yeah, Ivan Barbashev is married. That's Dunn, it. Thomas, Blair out. We I used think. our Sherlock Holmes level intensity on finding out who Ivan Barbashev's wife was that one time, wasn't it? No, that was no, Oscar, Oscar Sunquist. One time okay. we went a little too deep <laughs> to figure out. Yep, we tried who... to match every woman in a NHL Blues <laughs> picture with their husband. Yeah, and finally figured out. Look, we have a podcast about the Blues, uh-huh. and we go in deep on the Blues content. Folks, all you know what you care Blues about. content. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? Maybe we got to do that again because it's coronavirus times. There's nothing to talk about, so you know. Oh, these folks haven't even thought of how deep we're going to go later in this podcast, <laughs> except they've already heard the intro, even though I haven't recorded it. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, so I'm going to say Bortuzzo, yes. Pareko is in my maybe. Um... Who else? Anyone else? Friends, perhaps a uh, Mackenzie McEachern. Oh yeah, yeah. That you feels got, you right. got your fourth line grinder. Because he's like not young. Mm-hmm. He's young, but like twenty five or whatever. Uh, he's he's replaceable in the NHL, and he knows it. Yeah. he's got to live. He's got to live life while he can. That's that's a good point. I think that's a very good point because he can't just go around all willy nilly and waste his time. Um. That's a good list. That's mm-hmm. a good list. I would say um, Peron, Bortuzzo, Pareko, McEachern, um, and uh, maybe like an Alex Steen. Maybe somebody you just oh, really boy. wouldn't expect at all. God, I hope not. I don't. I do too, because he, he's in an older age bracket. He's more vulnerable. He's getting up there. Um, so now to the coach. Now to our Val. Uh, R S T L N and E, who is our E, Ian? I, it's not Craig Bird. No, Craig Bird. We Berube. can admit 
Although I feel like he'd be the kind of guy to go out to a bar. You've seen him in mm. restaurants before, before he was the head coach of the Blues. Oh, yeah, I did. Um, I'm pretty sure. I'm 95% sure I saw him eating Thai food. I, uh, when I was in Traverse City last year, a friend Garrett and I were in a bar slash restaurant with all three of the coaches, all four of the coaches. I don't know if uh, Savard, I guess he was out there. I guess he was. But it was definitely Van Reinhardt and, and, uh, and uh, Berube. It was a small. It was an awkwardly small place, and we were both wearing blues gear, so it was like, oh, so this is gonna be awkward. Hello. But it was fun. They were great. They we drank all night. No, we didn't do that <laughs> either. Um, no, it can't be um, Craig Ruby because I envision Craig Ruby goes home after doing whatever he does hockey related, takes off his shoes, turns out the lights, gets in his big easy chair, and watches another rerun of All in the Family. <laughs> <laughs> And that's Craig Ruby's life after he's that's drinking right. like a Schlitz beer. Yep, that's right. I think that's exactly correct. Uh, so that leaves us with uh, Van Ryn, Steve Ott, and uh, Mark Savard as the interesting options. Although it could be some friggin' strength and conditioning coach. Mm, I think the obvious choice is Steve Ott. Mm-hmm. Even though he's got kids. But he doesn't behave like he's got. But kids. he doesn't think, does he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you dive two hamstrings first onto the boards? <laughs> Come on, Stevie. That's so uh, dumb. You got to do better. Um, <laughs> he did the splits. Savard now. He hasn't played hockey in a while, so I, I think his concussions are all healed, but maybe it's brain oh, network right. so good either. He's a big stick-taping aficionado. That's right. He was probably home taping sticks. He probably wasn't. Yeah, it's not him. He's taping stick I'm number gonna 200. Go, I'm going to go out on a limb and say maybe Van Ryn. He's super young relative to mm-hmm. NHL coaches. Cool guy, you know, he's the cool young coach. And if Pareko and Bortuzzo are there, he's got to be drinking with him. So, you know, how old is Mike Van Ryan? Is that what you're looking at? Yeah. It's like 38, maybe? Maybe he a little older than that. Is 41. Okay, I was going to say, I've got, he played with Jay Bowmeister, so he can't be that old. He looks kind of like, in, in the face, in the face, he looks a little bit like a juiced up Kyle Dubas. I think it's the glasses and yeah, the haircut. I think that's you know? right. I think that's fair. And the general face uh-huh. that looks like Kyle Dubas, <laughs> but you know. And the Sault Ste. Marie Greyhounds. I mean, look at this. If I showed you this, wouldn't, for a split second, you're like, why has Kyle Dubas got like a bigger face? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Is that really, Kyle Deuce's older brother? That's very convincing. Gile Dubas? <laughs> I could have picked I could have picked a regular name, but we went with Gile. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, it's him. It's hundred percent him. Because Kyle Dubas would do that. And I think Mike Van Ryan would do that. Yeah. Mike Van Ryan looks way different in a helmet. I know lots of people do, but I feel like as a hockey fan you get used to that's what this guy looks like in a helmet. And this is what he looks like without a helmet. But Mike Van Ryan very different in a helmet. Mm-hmm. Also, um, you know, 15 years ago. <laughs> and also, definitely has the coronavirus. Yeah, oh yeah, 100%. Where'd they get it from, Stephen? Where in Clayton? What establishment? Oh, let's, uh, let's speculate wildly. I know Barnapoli is a popular uh, spot with the boys. The boyos. The wagon wheel. Now, that's not in... What's it called? It's not the wagon wheel. Oh, wheelhouse? Wheelhouse. The wagon. The wagon they used, there used to be a wheelhouse in Clayton. <laughs> And we talked to the guy that was running it like oh, like three years ago, and he was like, "Look, we want to make this wheelhouse a little more classy than the wheelhouse downtown. We want to make it more about like you know fit the Clayton lifestyle and everything like that," uh, which meant that it was closed. 
in about in a month. A week yeah, it was gone. And I felt really bad because that guy seemed like he was really into making it his thing, and, and that didn't happen. I think you can start a business in Clayton and take it elsewhere. Sauce on the side, for example. Yeah. I remember when we went to the only one of those mm-hmm. down in Clayton, or maybe one of two at the time. Yeah. And we had to sojourn down to Clayton to see it. Uh, I think you can do that. I do not think you can take a successful business elsewhere and move it to Clayton and make it regional in any way. (laughs) Clayton couldn't support a St. Louis bread company. No, no, no. It literally couldn't. It made me so sad. Uh, It's, um, I mean, we could go 10 rounds on Clayton. It's such a, there's so many bizarre elements Mm -hmm. of St. Louis just as a whole. I've driven people by Clayton. They're like, oh, St. Louis. And I'm like, in a way, but (laughs) not downtown. If we have listeners to this podcast who are, you know, blues fans, but maybe not as intimately familiar with St. Louis. Clayton, for those who don't know, is the county seat of St. Louis County. And as a result, it fancies itself as very important. (laughs) It has skyscrapers for reasons i know i was like well, who works here <laughs> and uh it's probably what about eight miles west of actual downtown mm-hmm. like if you drive east west to east into downtown you drive all the way up and you hit clayton and then everything goes flat again for like five or six miles and then you're in the heart of downtown but then you hit midtown too you hit like oh, yeah. or you hit uh like slew area, slew and area stuff. And yep. like right around the cathedral and like these are big buildings now too there's <laughs> like true. literally three sections of larger buildings mm-hmm. east to west from like the river to yeah where clayton is but the problem with Clayton is that it's very full of itself mm-hmm. and very upper crust. There was a crust, and then they built a whole crust on top of it. <laughs> That's how upper crust Clayton is. And it wants you to be upper crust, or it does not want you to be there. Yeah, or get the hell out. Uh, that's where like many of the like expensive private schools are in mm. Clayton. Uh, and yeah, very fancy restaurants that are like... Even some of them, like, even Five Star Burger, it's like, this is, could be just a normal restaurant, mm. but it's in Clayton, so I feel uncomfortable. Here. Oh, yeah. Every time I go to something in Clayton, I'm like, I like it here, but I feel like they don't like me yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, quick thoughts on Clayton. That's uh, Clayton Keller, ironically, from not Chesterfield. From, yeah, not from, yeah Clayton. not from Clayton. You not would think, close. but not even, well, I mean, relatively. Not, not even or, close. <laughs> fair enough, um, fair enough. Yeah. Chesterfield is like Clayton if Clayton wasn't trying quite at hard, but was also weirdly trying hard. <laughs> Chesterfield is a nice version of St. Charles, that's is right. what I would say. That's, that's fair. Far yeah. west, but I would live there. That's true. Right. You know, um, on the right side of the river. <laughs> uh it's, uh, you know, it's a whole experience. It was Bar Louie. I don't think they have one, but it was there. That's yeah, where they went. Yeah, 100%. So. Maybe one of them was Pastoria. Louis. Maybe Louie got COVID. Do can bears get the coronavirus? We'll have to ask him. He tweeted us once, so maybe maybe will remember. I think JR on The Athletic did an interview with him. I don't know how that worked. I think it was hinted that there were no thing, no words said, but it was like implied, lots of like... Louis implying that he hates Ivan Marbachev or something <laughs> yeah. like, interesting, and the kids had fun with it. It was great. 
well, you know. Uh, We're all scrubbing for content. I shouldn't hate on JR. Uh, no, you know what? Listen, the you do what you got to do. He's got a deadline, all right? Do you think he was happy when the Blues got COVID? He's like, oh, fuck, right? He was like, yes, we got yeah, something. Yeah, time to investigate, Jeremy. Get your going out fedora. <laughs> <laughs> and go right to the computer because I can't leave because of the virus. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yes. So, uh, in all seriousness, best of health to the players and coach. So, came down with the Rona. So they have to wait like two weeks or around that, I guess, right? yeah. But like other, the rest of the players can play, but they can't play... Together. It's, okay, so or another thing. They? So they might be able to, but they can't play at Centene, which is where they were practicing, which was also open to the public. And I don't know if it was open to the public on the day that, you know, these guys contracted the virus. And what? I don't know if the public gets to be there... The public doesn't get to be in the same rink that they're practicing in, but they might be able to be in the building, or they at least get to be in the building be, like the day before, the day after. So, like, my question over all of that is, like, why? <laughs> like, why Why not create a bubble already Yeah, that's there? I or make them practice somewhere else? I wonder, sincerely, said this a couple of times, I've got, we've got to do two thoughts. Got to do the thought I texted you all earlier mm-hmm. about the NHL, but... I do wonder if there's a part of this where it's, like, better for the NHL if all these people get it now. Like, if it runs its course through a bunch of teams, Mm -hmm. then a lot of people are going to have immunity and, you know, it's not going to be, like, it's not going to be able to friggin' torpedo an entire locker room if they go into the bubble. Mm Mm-hmm. But they need to be getting it now because they have this weird, and yeah. I'm sure they can change. Everything's fluid, yada, mm-hmm. yada. But they want to start, we're yeah. Fluid, we're fluid, plasma. <laughs> they want to start all of these games, like, at the beginning of August. And uh-huh. they do this whole thing where, like, we will not award the cup any later than, like, October 1st. I'm like, and I always think, unless you have to, yeah, because, exactly. like, that's, who gives a shit? Yeah. But, yeah, that makes me think, it's like, you really need to get all these guys having the coronavirus or to have it in the next couple of weeks. Because if they start getting it in August, you know, the beginning of August, hopefully they don't cancel stuff, but then they have to push it back. And mm. then, I mean, I don't care, but like, I wonder if the NHL says, oh, well, just, just, this isn't doable. Mm. I'm like, boo. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know what they'll do exactly. But I wonder if they're sticking to this timeline. If they have to deviate at all, you know, by more than a couple of weeks, they'll say, it's too much. I feel like they're, there's so much like endowment effect at this point mm-hmm. of like, they're just in too deep. I know. Oh, that's what I mean. I'm like, are you going to get everyone to Edmonton and have them playing or, you know, Edmonton, Toronto, have them playing and then be like, I guess too many people have it. Never mind. Everyone go back. Also, Just fuck it. Oh, wait. They do have a plan for if the, for now, for what happens to the number one pick if. Yeah. If like yeah, from each conference. Yep. So there's still. But Bill Daly already had to suffer the utter humiliation of flipping over that number one pick right and gary bevan doesn't care he wants bill daly to suffer you know that's well that's why he puts him out there that's why kind of a six bitch gary bevan gary bevan looks great in all of this i mean he's looked very good through the whole coronavirus time i do i agree and i do want to say this in gary bevan's defense because there will be voices out there, especially this week, especially if any, you know, Matthew's got the corona and other uh, some other people got it and stuff like that. Um, there will be voices that blame the NHL for, like, the sloppiness of this sort of stuff right now. And I get that instinct, but let me just say this. If 
the players are so dumb or whatever. Yeah, just don't care enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, stubborn-headed, whatever, however you want to describe them, to go out to a crowded bar in Quayton as a group. That's, like, I feel like most of the coronavirus cases right now are coming from crowded bars. Mm -hmm. Like, we know what is happening, we know how this passes, and now people are just taking stupid risks, and... I think these players are all going to be fine. You know, Mm -hmm. it doesn't seem to be at all very dangerous for people under 30 or 40. And presumably they are and in top health. And we don't have any players that we know of that have, you know, underlying conditions on top of that, except for Bowmeister, who presumably isn't with the team. So if the players are going to do that, that's not on the NHL. They can't, you know, when they do the bubble system, they're going to be pretty tyrannical, I think, about oh, yeah. keeping people safe. And, and you read some of that from the Friedman report and stuff like that. But right now in phase two, they can't really keep these guys locked down anywhere. And if the players are going to be reckless and stupid, that's not the league's fault. Mm-hmm. So, and you won't hear me say this often. Cut the NHL some slack <laughs> because there's not a lot Bill Daly or Gary Bettman can do if Robert Bortuzzo calls up the boys and says, hey, let's hit up Bar Napoli. It's dollar shot night. Uh, it, let, just to go back to our Quayton critique, the lowest shot you could ever get at Bar Napoli would be 845. <laughs> so, um, but, you know, I just, there has got to be some personal responsibility in this for all of us. And, the NHL players are no different. Yeah, it's so, one of those things where I don't know. It's it's there's not much you can do at a certain point, like you said, until you get in the bubble. Mm-hmm. And again, the bubbles too. The bubble teams, the hub cities have been decided to. That's Edmonton and Toronto. Yeah, Vegas got tossed oh, yeah, out. We got to talk about. They that. cut out LA and Chicago, which makes sense. It was pretty much a consensus that was going to be Toronto, Vegas, but the COVID numbers and. Vegas were getting a little too high for the NHL, so they decided to go with Edmonton, which, again, I guess makes sense just from the standpoint of they don't have as many cases, and they're, they've had it under control for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you saw the Edmonton video they published to be like, hey, choose us as the hub city. Think of all the things they can do here while you're here. And it was like all these different uh, video clips of things that were not necessarily in Edmonton or really shot from Edmonton, like I mean, they'd be really? like Canadian, but it was like there's mountains here, but they're like four hours away from like <laughs> the actual Rockies, and it's like, yeah, and also like they're gonna have to stay in a hotel. I don't quite understand this. You can go out and do whatever you want, and man, yeah, and it's been weird too when they try and cater to players and like think of all the things you can do here, and it's kind of like you're people too, and you deserve to have you know some entertainment outside of your games and everything, but also like. What what else do we, like, I don't know, it just seems like they're trying to treat them like kings to be like, think of all the things we can have you do here in your off time. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I but think like, the reality just, is... Just, you know, accommodations as much as you can get, yeah. but it seems like they're trying to go crazy overboard. Like, we're going to have, we're going to have, uh, you know, concerts here for you. We're going to have, I'm like, what the fudge? Or like, we're going to have uh, comedians here. We're going to have five-star chefs. And I'm like... I don't know. If I'm a player, even, I'm like, okay, cool, I guess. I don't really... Especially if I'm 19 I or whatever. I just like, want Fortnite, bro. 
who's gonna be trying their hardest to win this covid cup you know i know that's my suspicion i'm very interested i'm very intrigued if it's a tyrannical lockdown the longer you go in the playoffs the longer you're under lockdown Mm -hmm. and i just don't know who's gonna want that yeah it's been very interesting too when they talk about wanting to bring families and stuff and i i understand that because you don't want to be away for your, from your family that long. But also, at the same time, it's like, yeah, but... And maybe the bubbles are super safe, so there's no worry. But if there is a leak in your bubble, it's like, mm-hmm. you really want to bring your family into it and everyone gets COVID? Or you just want to kind of keep them back there? Especially for players that are probably used to being away from family a fair amount, normally. I That doesn't make it necessarily easier. Mm-hmm. But I guess it does. I would, th- I would say, I would think it would make it a little bit easier to be away from your family from a little longer stretches of time um but it seems like all the players like i want my entire family with me which again i get but it also seems a little strange a little odd yeah i mean you're away from your family for weeks at a time during the regular season Mm -hmm. i definitely think and hasn't the nhl said like families could potentially come after the first round or something like that yeah something like if they know you're gonna be extended for the for the play-in round sorry guys just sorry tampa you're just gonna get swept again yeah we just like We've, I think the world has reached a point with this coronavirus where it's like, other people need to make sacrifices, but not me, <laughs> you yeah. know? And it's like, eh, I'm not sure that's how it works. I think, yeah, maybe that's what I've been thinking, too. I'm like, I'm not I'm not saying, like, NHL players or athletes owe us anything, but it's also kind of like, yo, man, you can make a little sacrifice. You've probably been at home with your family this entire time. Mm-hmm. If anything, I feel like you'd probably want to get away, but... I don't know. Yeah. Seems like you're overcomplicating it by bringing yeah, I mean, more I, people. I do wonder if the family thing was a little bit of a... That's probably to get them to come... Well, to yeah, like, to get them to play. Yeah, exactly. Come play for us. Uh, but um, in any case, that's the COVID update, the COVID cup dates. Um, and, uh, you know... Content, it it baby. Is. <laughs> it is. Yeah, content. Uh and um, speaking of saying covering things in the interest of content, Chris Thorburn <laughs> retired. Oh, uh, good for him for retiring. I mean, yeah. he had an incredible NHL career for someone with no discernible talent. Yeah, Eight hundred and one games in the NHL uh, and one hundred and thirty-four points. He was an Atlanta Thrasher and a Winnipeg Jet for a very long time, most of his career. He was also a Saber and a Pittsburgh Penguin, and of course. A St. Louis Blue. He played one regular season game during our Stanley Cup campaign and nothing during the playoffs. Is his name on our cup? I think so. As a, like a respect thing. Yeah, yeah. Not as a you deserve. Yeah, <laughs> I think he so. He was a black ace, though. He was, he was a top black ace. Right? You got your thing. You, oh, yeah, 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 you can yeah, reach yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You take a look. We've got, we've got content, live content. Who's on? Michael Delzano's on the cup. Oh, well, then Chris Thorburn better be on the cup. Let's see. Chris Butler's on the cup. Yeah, see butts on the cup. I don't. Oh, there, there he is. Chris okay. Thorburn. I was like, whew. What a, what a stiff arm to the junk that would have been. Jordan Nolan. So you're. Jordan Nolan is on our cup. Well, okay, I should say this. They signed the banner raising thing. Okay, but we don't know if they're on. The Are they cup. on well, the cup? Look, look normally we just skip through this, but folks, we need the content. Yeah, C yeah, is for desperate. content. <laughs> That's good enough for me. <laughs> um, 
Let's see. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly, Colton Perego, Dave Braun, Stanford, Shin, Sunquest, Tarasenko, Robert Thomas is the last name on the cup. No, none of these people got their name on there. It's weird how limited that is, because you got to put Al McKinnis on there. Oh, yeah, because he's like... And Sean Farrell and all those people. Maybe Sean Farrell's got the COVID. Maybe is he's he the, the video one. guy? I think, I think so. so. Um, he's tired of watching video. He wants to go party. Thought I heard it like start pouring rain, but I don't know what I heard. Maybe it was a firework. Yeah. yeah. All right, it got me this time. <laughs> Delzato is on the cup. Yeah. Nobody, none of those other players we just named it are though. I feel bad for Chris Thorburn. It feels right that none of the other people yeah. <laughs> necessarily are. Oh yeah. Oh, Chris Butler's not on all. Oh, that makes me a little sad though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That does that is a little sad. Wasn't he a captain for the no longer HL, existing San Diego? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yep. Do you see that we lost our? I don't know if we lost. We probably just signed a one-year deal and then they bounced. But like our ECHL, ECHL the Tulsa Oilers. Yeah, they signed with the Anaheim's people. So who are we gonna get? I don't know. Is there even an ECHL team? Kansas City Scouts. Kansas City Scouts. <laughs> they do have like a ma- I think they have the Islanders ECHL team, the like Kansas City Mavericks, oh, yeah? I believe. Cool. I remember cool. I looked it up one time. I'm sure you can get tickets for a dollar. That's probably true. Uh, so shall we go on? Shall we yeah. proceed? Uh, hat tips, stick taps to uh, Chris Thorburn mm-hmm. on a re- retirement. Great article if y'all should look up sometime about his son who has, I think, autism that mm-hmm. he cares for and uh, cares a lot about. So that's a, you know, good guy. Good guy, good good career. Congratulations to him. And seems like the kind of guy that's going to stay in St. Louis. Be, yeah, and he seems like the kind of guy that could be an analyst or like a spit and oh, chicklets yeah. sort of guy, like have a podcast or something. He'll have a career from after, you know. Those are the kind of big personality guys that tend to. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, in the interest of capital C O N T E N T content, I couldn't have done it. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, if if you've been paying attention to hockey social media lately, everybody's looking for content. One of the ways NHL.com is found to create content is by having their writers debate the best player to wear a certain number. So, for instance, you'd look at the number, I don't know, 16, and say Brett Hall is the best player to wear 16 in the NHL, or whatever the case is. 18, I think, was Pat LaFontaine, maybe, or something like that. I forget Pat LaFontaine's number. Nobody write in. (laughs) I don't want any of your mail to our P.O. box, all right, people? We checked Uh, our Gmail. That's right. Never. Uh, Have we checked it? I've checked it once every six months or so. Um, (laughs) Sorry that we didn't get to your shout-outs. It's all SoundCloud receipts, let me tell you. Um, So we thought... Please write to us. On Twitter, the people know how to get us. Um, But, um, yeah, we thought it'd be fun to go through the blues and do the same thing, number by number. In some cases, it'll be very easy. In some cases, it'll be pretty difficult. Mm -hmm. And to break up the diversity, because, you know, predominantly lower numbers get chosen by players, we're going to go 20 at a time, which sounds like a lot, but won't be. And we're going to do 1 through 5 and then like 85 through 99. And then 6 through 10 and 
whatever, 70 through 85 and so on. So up in that upper echelon, it's going to be a lot of people with one, <laughs> a lot of numbers that either aren't at all, because I think there are like 19 numbers that aren't covered at all, and then like one or two players per number. So we're going to do that. If you hate it, sorry. Give us other ideas for content and we'll pivot. Pivot hard like Ross Geller. No, we won't. I know. We're we sticking won't. with we're, this. Yeah, We've dug our heels our in. That's right. Uh, the number one interesting history in uh, Blues franchise lore, uh, not surprisingly, a lot of maybe exclusively goalies on this list. The players to wear number one for the St. Louis Blues are Don Cayley or Callie from in 1968, Mr. Goalie Gwen Hall, Robbie Irons in 1969. Gary Edwards in 1970, so all of those people wore it alongside Glenn Hall, or while Glenn Hall was injured, I guess. Jim McLeod, Wayne Stevenson, Eddie Johnson from 1975 to 1978, Phil Meyer, Mike Liute from 1980 to 85, Daryl May from 86 to 88, Pat Jablonski, a backup goalie from 1990 to 1996, Brent Johnson, 1999, Roman Turek, 2000 to 2001, Curtis Sanford, 2003 to 2007, and of course, Brian Moose Elliott from 2012 to 2016. So we thought as we went through these, all 20 people who wore the number one. We're not that desperate for content. Not that even we aren't that desperate. But uh, in a case like this where there are two or three good candidates, I thought we could just list the ones that uh, were worth discussing. And in this case, I think there are three standouts. Glenn Hall, of course, was Mr. Goalie uh, and a uh, hockey legend, mostly with the Blackhawks. Boo. Sorry. Um... But he did become the Blues' first franchise goalie, and he won a Conn Smythe in our losing 1969 Stanley Cup effort, I think in a sweep. And we got, well, yeah, we did get swept because we yeah. never won one until. So that dude, that dude was a goalie who won a Conn Smythe without winning a game <laughs> uh, in Good the Stanley him. Cup final. And then we won the Vezina the following, he won the Vezina the following season. Uh, Mike Liute was one of the best goalies of the 80s, both with the Blues and, I believe, the Hartford Whalers. Uh, he is the Blues leader in most goalie categories, including wins with 151, saves with 9,165, and minutes with 19,973. He's also, fun fact, Vladimir Tarasenko's agent, and maybe Ivan Barbashev's, a lot of yeah, Russian couple, people. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, Brian Elliott from 2012 to 2016 is the Blues leader in categories that Mike Leud isn't the Blues leader in, <laughs> including shutouts with 25, goals against average with 2.01, and save percentage at .925. We've talked many times about the ridiculous numbers Brian Elliott put up in his five years here. Call him a system goalie. Call him whatever you want. But when your save percentage over five years is .925, Two five, it's insane. I always hate that argument too because I'm pretty sure people argue that against um, Martin Brodeur, like always oh, system goalie because you know mm-hmm. Devils were dead puck era and just 
stingy defense and yada yada. I'm like, yeah, but he's still the most wins in the NHL, and I think that you can't just plug any dude in for that. That's right. He was healthy. Like, yeah, Brent Johnson wouldn't have been a system. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, if you want to say, if you want to use that argument to be like, well, Dominic Hasek's better than Martin Brodeur, sure. Mm. But if you want to use that argument to be like, yeah, Martin Brodeur, not that good. It's like, get out of here. I know, so bad. Ian, I think this is a really interesting three-way. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I think all of these guys have a pretty legitimate argument. Gwyn Hall's got like the hockey legend and the personal mm. hardware. Mike Wiyut's got probably the maybe the arguably the best tenure as a Blue ever. Uh, in some ways, and then in other ways, Brian Elwade has the best tenure as a blue. Uh, who who would you say of these three guys is deserving of our place oh, as number man. one? That's so hard. We need to actually keep this list somewhere, too, huh? So, Mike Leute, interestingly enough, when I'm looking at his stats, and again, they're just the numbers. I never mm-hmm. saw the man play. Are all, um, through his, what, six seasons here? They're all sub 900. Now, granted, you were playing in the 80s when it's just a free for all. <laughs> so I could, that could just be the standard. Uh, but also, Glenn Hall, when you look at Glenn Hall's numbers, he at least had one season here that was like a 0.928. And I don't really know if people were scoring like crazy in the late 60s. Mm-hmm. Was that his Vesna trophy year? Yeah, I, assumed, I should say, I assume so. I should go back and check. But yeah. Um, 70. But Mike Lee. I don't, the weird thing for me and Mike Leute is, is he Jake Allen, where it's like, he's he's totally fine, very mm-hmm. good goalie, but he was here for so long that just bump just bolsters those numbers up because he's been here for six seasons or whatever, and he was a fairly decent goalie, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. that's sacrilege. I don't know. I, think it was I honestly good. don't I know. I think it was really good, and I think a lot of people in the eighties had eight ninety. Yeah. Save percentages, but I do understand where you're coming from, and the team wasn't especially good mm-hmm. during that era, so it's not like he was putting them on his back. I feel like I leaned Brian Elliott just because I saw mm-hmm. what he did. Which we'll have to be careful about. Yeah, I know. That's hard. But but I also feel like if Mike Leute leads in all of these categories, I kind of feel like I want to give it to him, just yeah. because he's statistically, in terms of just wins and being here the longest, and probably what he means to the, the franchise. Mm-hmm. Probably the most important player to wear number one for the the Blues. Yeah, I understand there will be those that want to give it to Gwen Hall, and I get that argument. I just think, to me, even as good as his tenure here was, it was the end of his career, mm-hmm. and Gwen Hall, when you think Gwen Hall, you don't think St. Louis Blues, you know? So maybe that's a bias, maybe that's a bad reason to arrive at the decision, but that's just kind of why I tend to rule him out. The other two, to me are really hard to separate. And I think I kind of lean Liute slightly, only because Elliot, for as good as he was, still was never more than like a 1B most mm-hmm. of his time here. And Mike Liute was like the guy, you know, for his whole tenure. Um, so I think I would put my vote for Liute, but I, if you want to go a different way, I completely understand I think I would go Leute. I think if Elliot had been here a little bit longer and maybe was like the de facto number one again, because there were there were times where he just didn't have it. I mean, mm-hmm. that's why they would ping pong back to Halak or ping pong back to to Allen or even you know when they had Bishop for a little bit in there too. And it's like so he was never quite there. 
I mean, he he was at certain points, but it was just never like that's our starter every year. It was yeah. always this sort of like, eh, he's being platooned. The old fun p word. Yeah. But yeah, so I think I'd give it. I think I'd give it to Lute. Mm-hmm. That's fair. The Blues number one, number one. That's right. Uh, number two, I think you all know where this is gonna go. Uh, but a lot of Blues players have worn number two, starting with Fred Huckle. He can be my Huckleberry. <laughs> Doug Harvey, Ray Fortin, Carl Brewer. I don't know why I assumed he was French-Canadian, but it just seems It's just like Ray Fortin. Fortin uh, with Ray. Bob Wall, Steve Durbano, Brian Watson, Ted Harris, Larry Satcherek, uh, Rick Smith, Joe Zanussi, Lynn Frigg. Friggin' Lynn Frigg. I'll tell you, the number of times I've said Lynn Frigg in my life. Bob Stewart... <laughs> Terry Harper, Jerry Hart, oh, with a G. Andre Dorr, Dave Pachette, Craig Levy, Sean Evans, Brian Benning, Scott Stevens, Rick Zombo, 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 sorry, had to be done, <laughs> and Kurt uh, Giles, I assume, and then, of course, the great Al McKinnis from 1995 to 2004. No question that the person who's name is on the number two in the Raptors of the Enterprise Center is going to be the one who takes the honors We here. pick Al McKenna. Uh, bravely. Boldly, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played 581 games as a blue with 424 points and 2,156 shots, averaging 27-13 every night. And, of course, won a Norris Trophy in there. Is still with the team. Has been in the front office pretty much since retiring. Uh, even though he was in his 40s, only retired because of a physical uh, eye injury, not because he necessarily was ready to at that point. Uh, but no question there. So we talked about number two a little bit, and you decided on Scott Stevens. Yeah, I think... Scott Bakula, TV Scott Bakula. Yeah, Scott Stevens, I think, makes sense to me, just because... Maybe not the best for the Blues to wear number two, but I think he's obviously a fantastic player. And one that we... How What happened, Stephen? We lost him due to crap that we did when signing Brendan Shanahan. No, that's not right. Something along those lines. We had to give up Scott Stevens to the New Jersey yeah, Devils. Yeah, we gave him up. I think it was for Brendan Shanahan. Maybe. Was it? Or was it for... Let me just look it up. Looking it up. Looking it up. Uh, Steven's time with the Blues would only last one season. In the offseason, the Blues signed Brendan Shanahan from the Devils, uh, who, like Stevens the year before, was a restricted free agent, entitling the Devils to compensation, as the Blues still owned first-round picks to the Capitals, now five instead of two, as the 1991 pick ended up being the 21st pick. Other compensation had to be negotiated, and the Blues and Devil could not agree on what the compensation was. The Blues offered Curtis Joseph for Rob Brindamore and two draft picks, but the Devils only wanted Stevens. The case went to arbitration, and arbitrator Edward Houston awarded Stevens to the Devils as compensation. Yikes. Um, yeah, and then I we... think we ended up better off. <laughs> so, yeah, so then we traded Brendan Shanahan for Chris Pronger, uh-huh. I believe. Years later, yeah. And then we traded Chris Pronger for Eric Brewer. And then we traded Eric Brewer to the Lightning for a pick that turned into Jordan Bennington. So, what do you think about it? Thank you, Scott Stevens. That's right. So, greatest, second greatest number two, no question. I mean, it's 
there could be a better number two I don't know other than Al McKenna. Brian Benning. I know yeah. somebody out there is like, these guys don't give a shit about Brian Benning. Yeah, I don't Benning. know shit about Brian you, Wilson. I'm going to tell you, Watson. you're right. Brian Wilson, great singer in the Beach Boys. Not a great hockey Steve player. Durbano, I feel like I've heard that name before. But yeah, I just don't know enough about some of these older and blues players. It's all a number two battle because Al McKenna's queer number one. True. Let's talk about number three. Number three is also retired for Bob Gassoff, who re- who himself retired too soon. Oh, I'm sorry. No. He might be dead now. <laughs> anyway, uh, But Bob Gassoff, of course, died tragically in a motorcycle accident and his number three was retired as a result. Uh, but he is arguably the best player on this list in any case. Al Arbor, 1968-71, to 71, Fran Huck, Andre Dupont, Brent Hughes, Glenn Patrick, Bob Stump, and Bob Gassoff. Arbor, of course, is a legendary coach and builder and was the first team captain and played 231 games here. Uh, Gassoff, 245 and 866 penalty minutes. Um... 58 points in that time. Ian, which of those two do you give it to? Um, I'm looking at the numbers, the numbers that you just told me about. You know, take your time. Need that content. You know, I think I've, I mean, personally, I think I'd give it to Al Arbor. Yeah, I think I would too. I think just because, what, first captain for the Blues, uh, still kicking, right? Mm-hmm. Still kicking. Is he still coaching, even? I know he was still coaching. Yeah, did he finally retire? I think he finally did. At, like, age 90, he finally oh, wait, retired? he's dead. He died oh, wait, who am I thinking of? Thinking Red Berenson. Red Berenson. I yes. get those two mixed up non But however, only died four or five years ago, so... But, yeah, number one, or first captain, I think meant a lot to this, this franchise, uh-huh. even though he obviously was on other teams uh, before and after. And, and he was, you know, a coach early on with the Blues, and... Yeah. yeah. Was he a player coach? He wasn't. Yes, just... I think he was very, very quiet. Yeah. That's insane to me. That's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. There, what's, uh, that Lou Nanny guy for the North Stars uh-huh. talked about being a, I want to say, player a player GM coach, coach, GM. Yeah, it was like, excuse me? I'm like, <laughs> you know what? I didn't like your game tonight. I tried to tell you what to do. You didn't do it, so I've traded you. <laughs> that would you didn't be pass to unlimited me power. Uh, shall we talk about number four now? No, but yes. Number four has been worn by Noel Picard from 68 to 73, Paul Curtis, Bob Gassoff temporarily, Gord Beinick, Beinick, sure, uh, might know him from Goodwill Hunting, Bruce Affleck, (laughs) uh, Dick Lambie, Brian Maxwell, Scott Campbell, Kari Ilaranta, Guy LaPointe, Rick Wilson, Charlie Bourgeois, which is probably not how he's... Uh, I bet it is. Charlie Bourgeois, Gordy Roberts, Rob Robinson, Rick Zombo again, Dallas Akins. Hey. Really? How many current NHL coaches and general managers have played? I know, like half for of them. The for like just a second. Uh, Mark Bergevin, there's another one. Eric Brewer, Chris Russell, and Carl Gunnarsson. A lot of nobodies on this list. I was like, people I know of, but I'm but, like, aren't yeah. like, that's not a, a great race for number four. Noel Picard played 279 games here and got 58 points and Noel, 538 pins. Noel Picard, the uh, main blade, blade blues player other than the goalie that you're looking at when uh, 
when that Bruins player oh, flies to the sky. that's why I know his name, Bobby Orr. Yeah. I thought you were going to say it was one half of the band uh, Oasis. No, and Liam <laughs> Picard. No. Uh, Bruce, how do you like them apples, Affleck? 274 games, 79 points, yada, yada, yada. Mark Bergevin, 296 games, and... 25 points. Very impressive. And then we've got Eric Brewer, who is a Blues captain, but was acquired at the cost of Chris Pronger, but did get us Jordan Bennington. Mm -hmm. Full circle. And uh, he played 278 games here for 81 points and 275 penalty minutes, 23.50 on ice. And then Carl Boom Boom Gunnarsson scored the first ever game-winning goal in Blues franchise history. But has only played 72 games, the most in any season, been very injury-prone. They should call him Boom Bones. Oh, my God. And uh, 313 games to his name as a blue and just 50 points. So, to me, it's between Brewer and Carl Gunnarsson. Do we give it to Carl? Is it good to see Carl? I don't know. I I just like Carl Gunnarsson. He was nice to you that one time. Yeah. We, you dressed we, the same. we shared the same outfit. I mean, we both had separate outfits, but they looked similar. <laughs> and then we put them on together. Yeah, then we changed them. <laughs> then we did a, a three-legged race. It is switcheroo. Wasn't it odd how he was... Wasn't it odd how he was there and then he just bounced? Uh-huh. That was my favorite part. I mean, I would I would do that too, but like... Yeah, he's like, what's he going to do, stay for their stories? I like how he's the extra guy. We're yeah. like, look, we got Jordan Bennington and Tarasenko and a special guest. Like, who is it? It's Carl Gunnarsson. Like, all right. Kill the spare. Do you think they arranged who that was, or do you think it was just like, hey, uh, Vlad and Jordan, can you just text everybody on the team oh, and yeah. see what's going on? It's when they bring in the PR person and mm-hmm. like into the locker room while they're all changing and they all start running out. And he was like the last who came in late. He was like, yes. hey, where'd everybody go? Nope, it's you, Carl. You gotta, uh, you gotta come with us. You're the one. Ah, damn it. Shit. Uh, but yeah, we'll give it to Carl. I think so. Why not? It's not the stakes aren't that high. You want us our first Stanley Cup final game? Now this is gonna be a controversial one. Um, number five. It's not gonna. People are gonna feel like it's very cut and dry, and I'm gonna disagree with them. But I might not. Ultimately, we'll discuss. The numbers include Bob Plager. This is really a bookends discussion. <laughs> Bob Plager wore number five from sixty-eight to seventy-eight. Larry Giroux, friggin' Lynn Frigg again. Yeah, Lynn Frigg. Craig Norwich, Elaine Vigneault. There's another one <laughs> I didn't even know about him. Uh, Guy Lapont or Guy Lapont, uh, probably Guy. Rob Ramage, it wasn't he a coach for a while? I mm-hmm. guess Rob Ramage should have gotten some discussion here. As a, as I'll, a, I'll look him up. Dave Richter, uh, Harold Snaps, which sounds like an alcoholic. Oh, he's got the mustache. Harold Snaps. Oh yeah. Does oh yeah oh yeah. Garth Butcher, Jeff Norton, Igor Kravchuk, Todd Gill, Alexei Gusarov. And Barrett Jackman from 2002 to 2015. Um, I'm going to say this. Ooh, Harold Schnapps. Yes. Yeah, have you seen that? Woo, baby. Uh, I want that mustache. I'm going to say this. Quinn's, Quinn Hughes and Harold Schnapps star in Canucks and Cars. Thank you, oh. Sportsnet Vancouver. Oh. 
I'm going to say this, and I'm going to be real blunt about it. Barrett Jackman is the best of these players. Mm -hmm. He's a better player than Bob Plager. But there's an argument that Bobby Plager is more deserving of the number five. His number was retired as number five, which I always thought was kind of a kick in the dick to Barrett Jackman. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But especially because didn't they do it like right after Barrett Jackman left? Yeah, they said, get out of here. Bob Plager is a phenomenal influence on this franchise. He was not that great a hockey player. I mean, he was fine. Yeah. The Plager brothers were both pretty good, but they were, you know, your second pair defensemen in the modern NHL. What do you think? Do you give it to Plager just on the weight of everything he's done, or are you just weighing on ice accomplishments? Bear Jackman won a Calder Trophy. Rick Nash couldn't even do that. <laughs> Henrik Zetterberg couldn't even do that. Oh, Jesus. Oh, wow, what a crime. <laughs> I always forget that it was both of them. <laughs> Man, you ever just like a mistake that just can't be undone? <laughs> just like, whoops. Oh, boy. Man, I know they didn't exist, but God, I wish Puck Soup had existed back then. If it was just the same guys with today's mindset yeah. that were like, I want to, I would need to like write them a mailbag question and be like, explain this. Because yeah. <laughs> I need to know. Well, that'd be a good question. Because, yeah. yeah, people, I feel like people have forgotten that Barry Jackman won a Calder Trophy over Henrik Zetterberg. And maybe Henrik Zetterberg had a bad rookie year compared to Barry Jackman, but I bet you that's wrong. Yeah, that's you. That's right. But having said that, Barry Jackman, despite all of my misgivings with him in his latter years when I was like, son of a bitch, pass in front of the net too much. Uh, Knack for the clutch goal, though. No, yeah. I like that. Like, honestly, in retrospect, I loved having Jackman on this team. Great Henrik at getting Zetterberg people's faces. did only have 44 points in his rookie season. That's still better than Yeah. Jackman. I was like, but that's is that dead puck era, I guess? Like 2002? Like, people aren't scoring. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. No. But still, like, I, you know what? Probably still not that good. Maybe you give it to Barrett Jackman. That's, <laughs> that, was the, that was before the lockout when defense still seemed to be, like, mattered. And they looked at it and said, that's part of the game, instead of just, like, points, points, points. Barrett Jackman got 506 votes, including 39 total first-place votes. Henrik Zetterberg got 462, including 18 first-place votes. And Rick Nash got 190, including two first-place votes. Others included Tyler Arneson... Arneson? Ailes Kotelik, Nico Kapanen, Alex Frolov, Alex Hemsky, Jim Fahey, Adam Hall, Stanislav Chitsov, Kurt Sawyer, Sauer, Kurt Sutton, and our very own Jay Bowmeister. I know like, um, I know like five of those people. I guess you have a lot of rookies that end up just you know what not panning out. Did Barrett Jackman do? Did have 23 points in 82 games, 190 penalty minutes, averaged over 20 minutes a game. I guess that I guess he was on such... No, he wasn't even on that bad of Blues team. I don't know what happened. <laughs> was this Somebody 2002? right into the show, 0203, yeah. I mean, we were on the... We were starting to go down, but we weren't terrible. Maybe he was just very prominent. Yeah. You maybe. know what I mean? Maybe he was just like with 190 penalty minutes. Mm-hmm. I didn't, he's not much of a fighter, but maybe he's just in people's faces, people talking about him all the time. You know, in the hockey circles, hockey men like that tough, you know, that tough, uh, hard-nosed defenseman. Yeah. 
I don't know. I don't know. It was maybe it was that era. It was just. I'm glad he won it, but it's also like, what the hell? Indeed. Um, yeah, Barry Jackman, best number five. Al Arbor won four Stanley Cups in a row. All those New York Islanders Cups were him. I didn't know that. I should have known that probably, huh? Anyway. As a coach? Yeah. Oh. So, Plager or Jackman? What Jackman. It's Jackman, 100%. Ooh. I, Bobby Plager is like the St. Louis Blues grandpa, and that's great. And that's a good feeling, and it's a feel good. And again, like, I didn't exist when he played, so 600 games, that's a lot. That's very good. Yeah. But I, uh, I'm just probably not the best number five. <laughs> yeah. The second best is pretty Yeah, he would good. be. He would be the he would be the best. But Bear Jackman uh, won a Calder and he steamrolled the league. And also with asterisk. it's <laughs> kind of proof that Bob Poiger's accomplishments are really off ice. That his number wasn't retired in the Thirty-two years between his retirement and Barrett Jackman's debut. Yeah, I feel I could be wrong. I could be dead wrong, but I swear they did not talk about Bobby Plager like no. even like four years ago. Yeah, like I feel like they maybe he just moved to St. Louis or he was around St. Louis more or he was out of he retired from running some of Bobby's places around town or you just got to go flirt with the women. Out yeah, there. but you know, uh. Yeah, it feels like he's been much more prominent with the Blues recently, or he's been covered a lot How more. How long ago? Barclay died pretty young, though, didn't he? So yeah, it wasn't yeah, like yeah. that happened recently. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, and this is no no disrespect to Bobby Plager, whom we love and adore and cherish. It's just I got a we picture don't want to. Do you? It's great. Oh yeah, yeah. It's the, like uh, some place you worked, right? Yeah, yeah. Something like that. A B. It's trash beer. That's right. Take that. <laughs> They're Ooh, not recovering. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, it's just let's not uh, over-exaggerate his on-ice accomplishments. Let's appreciate who he really was, which was terrible. Um, only 199 in the history of the St. Louis Blues were going to the other end of the spectrum, remember. Uh, but it was a good one. It was Wayne Gretzky. So I think I have no qualms given to him. But Wayne Gretzky, what a bitch. Yeah. Just 21 points in 18 games with the Blues. It's and, of course, for him. he had it. And he lost yeah, it. I, um, I, I would rather pick someone else, Wayne, but we had to pick you. Yeah, that's right. You know what? Screw Wayne Gretzky. Any thoughts on Wayne Gretzky's tenure with the Blues? I'll be um, said. Too short, I guess, I suppose. Yeah, well, uh, what's his name? The coach, Mike Keenan, chased yeah. him off. What if we'd kept Wayne Gretzky? How weird would that have been? Look at all the cups we wouldn't have won. I was like, yeah, still not good enough. He didn't win. He didn't win in New York or LA no. at all, right? Uh-huh. Just in Edmonton. They went to the finals in LA, I believe. But I know but they didn't win it because no. what's his name? Cryboid, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Was that Ronick? No, Ronick was with the Blackhawks. Blackhawks, oh, okay. yeah. I never won it. Yeah, we all know Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> We're well aware. Yeah. That's why you're here in the or booth. No, was it? Uh, what didn't? Uh, what's his name? Do it too. Who's the ESPN guy? It's not Melrose, but is yeah. Didn't he do? Didn't he do kind of a sob story too when the Kings oh, did won he? it? I think he did. I believe it. What was he a king? Let's look it up. I'll probably be told. Barry wrong. Melrose is just looks so greasy. Yeah, it's that hair she, that's full of the grease. Dude chooses to look like that. That's what bothers, <laughs> bothers me. Barry Melrose played three hundred games in the. This dude played. Oh no, 
Jones, who played 178 in the WHA, too. Why do we listen to that dude? That's the same reason, No, again, no offense Chris Thorburn, but it's the same reason you'll listen to that guy for the next 20 years. And you're like, oh, Chris Thorburn must have been a storied NHL player. And you're like, oh, no, not at all. No. But even he had 800-something games, yeah? Yeah. yeah. The list of players to wear number 98 through 94 for the St. Louis Blues is non-existent. So, kids, if you're listening at home, get drafted and mm-hmm. wear those numbers. Unfortunately, the kids... One that... day, we'll, we'll have to add you posthum- posthumously <laughs> to this list. Oh, no. The list R. will R. be P. dead. You'll be alive. <laughs> Keep those dreams going, buddy. 94 through, what did you say, 98? 98 through 94. Yes. So, like, those would normally be picked by someone that would have been born, born in those, those years. years. Yes. And those people are already in the NHL. That's right. Or will never make it. That's right. That's so sad. <laughs> A tragedy. Uh, the number 93s in Blues histories are Peter Nedved and Scott Gomez. Peter Nedved had 20 points in 19 games in one season before he was traded for Doug Wister and Asatikanen. And Scott Gomez had 8 points in 21 games at the end of his career. Shall we give it to Peter Nedved? Yeah, let's do it. Oh. And he was like a better... Well, I'm sorry, Scott. Maybe Scott was a good player, too, in other he places. He was a fantastic I, player, but he was old here. Yeah. Was Peter Nedved... We determined Peter Nedved was a good player, though. Yeah. Very good. Very good. I had heard the name, but I, I didn't know his accomplishments. There's only there's no ninety twos, and there's only one ninety one, and we know who that was too. And it's Vladimir Tarasenko and his gorgeous face and his amazing children, and his lovely family. Four hundred and twenty eight points, two hundred and fourteen goals, five hundred and seven games. He's he's the greatest of all time. I really want him to be in the Hall of Fame, and I feel like he has a long way. He has you know, obviously he can play for eight more, mm-hmm. nine, ten more years. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he's going to make it, but I hope he does. That'd be so great. But I don't know if he will. Just pick it up. Because you got to get to what? Like five, you got to get to like 500 yeah. goals. Yeah, at least. And he's we'll at see. 214. But I do like that he's at 214, 214. That's pretty cool. Is he really? Put him in the Hall of Fame right now. Yeah. All arounder. You think he, all he does is score a goal. He's got the same amount of assists. That's right. Way to go, Vladdy. Uh, so, uh, Nikita Soshnikov had the stranglehold on the number 90 <laughs> until a guy named Ryan O'Reilly appeared in 2019. So close, Nikita. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly, of course, won a Conn Smythe and a Selkie trophy, so we'll give him the slight edge over Nikita Soshnikov at number 90. Don't lose it. But fear not, because the only player to wear 86 in St. Louis Blues franchise history <laughs> is Nikita Soshnikov. And we, by force, have to give it to him. So, Soshnikov is uh, there were no 85, 87, 88, or 89 in Blues history. So Sashnikov takes 86, and that's our list for today. That's mm-hmm. that's it. Nikita Sashnikov uh, plays for Salavat Yuselev Ufa of the KHL. Oh, good right job. Uh, but, you know. He had splody bone. Splody brain. What? He had splody brain. How many brain. games do you think Nikita Sashnikov played as a blue, and how many points did he get in that? Oh. He played in 20. <laughs> oh, boy. The flat 20. He played the flat 20. And he got... <sighs> Three. 
you know points. You did pretty well. It was seventeen and two. Ooh. But I would have thought you'd have gone way lower than that, maybe. So. No, because I what I always think is, oh, that player played no time here. But then uh-huh. I'm always surprised. I'm like, oh, you actually played a lot. Like, the year before Oscar Sunquist became good, I'm like, we played you, like, for, I don't know, like a handful of games, right, here and there. And then he's like, yeah, it was 56. I'm like, Jesus. Oh, I'm like, I didn't pay attention to you at all. If you get in the lineup for, like, three weeks, you get a lot fast, Mm -hmm. you know, even if you don't remember those three weeks at all. Mm -hmm. There's, like, an injury or something. Um, so So that's our content for this week. Do we have more? You have that quiz still? Is oh, that yeah. does that still exist? Is that worth doing, or should we call it a night? No, let's do a quiz. All right, we've only got one of six. I think we can pump some more. Yeah, yeah, we can pump some life. Yeah, fucking live. Oh, oh, let's see. Gotta live. Man, I'm glad you remembered. I forgot all about my. I quizzes. can practice my Duolingo German live here on air. Don't. Let's see. Let's see. We already did that one. I've got a whole list of them. Okay. I don't know if we did. I don't know if we did this. We'll start with it. We'll start with the small primer, Stephen. All right. Can you name me the four current franchises that have not made a Stanley Cup final appearance? You get. I'm gonna. We'll make a random thing. You get like two misses. The free point. You would think would be the Vegas Golden Knights. Alas, they are, of course, not. The Columbus Blue Jackets. Correct. The. I'm not going to say the Florida Panthers because I believe they have. Are we counting? Is this only this incarnation of the team? Um. Yeah, I mean, old so the Minnesota Indian Wild. Mm-hmm. Um. Sharks have, Ducks have, Arizona Coyotes have not. Correct. So you have one more. And two free spaces. Yeah. Blue Dallas Jackets Stars wild. have, Blues have, Coyotes. Winnipeg Jets have not as that. Winnipeg Jets. You're correct in both instances <laughs> because the Arizona Coyotes have, haven't either. So okay, yeah, you yeah. got them all. You got them all. Yeah, it's weird. It's like I thought maybe yeah because you got Florida. And then sometimes I forget Tampa even won one. Uh-huh. Was even there. The Senators have been there. All these different ones, which is kind of a clue for the fact. Some of those that, weird ones have been here recently. Yeah. So leading into that. Can you name the two teams that faced off against each other in the Stanley Cup Finals over the last 20 years? Oh, not at all. Let's try it. So we can start. Let's start 2019 and work backwards. All right. That should be easy enough. Can I do 2019? Yeah. The Blues and the Bruins. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay. 2018. The, the winner of the 2018 Stanley Cup was the Pittsburgh Penguins, and they defeated. No, it wasn't the Pittsburgh Penguins. That was the you year skipped before. a year. The Washington Capitals defeated the Vegas Golden Knights. Mm-hmm. Then it was the Pittsburgh Penguins who defeated uh, the Nashville Predators. Yes. In 17. What are we in? 18. 
17? That was 17. And then in 16, it was the Pittsburgh Penguins. Again, on that year, they beat... It wasn't the... It wasn't the Blackhawks. I'm sorry. No. It wasn't the Blackhawks. It was the... I'm sorry. I make noises when I think. I also stick with A lot with of people do. Um... They don't do the latter. That's, no, that's uniquely me. Nobody from the West is good enough to go. And there's like, can't, like, it's like, can't be someone from the West. Like, I'll tell you, it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I mean, like, the Pacific Division. Oh, it's the Sharks. Of course. Correct. Sharks. All right, all right, all right. I was like, don't overlook the Pacific uh, Division. Yuck. All right, so those four... Done and dusted. <laughs> 2015. Winners, the Blackhawks? Correct. Losers. This is a long time ago. And time is crazy. Is that the weird year where they built, beat the Flyers? No. Okay. I know I've got that in my back pocket. Was that their, was that their first Stanley Cup was the that Flyers? That was. Okay. Remember that. Not the Penguins. Not the Red Wings. Not the Lightning. Right? Yes, it was. It, it was the Lightning. <laughs> I know that was a guess. Uh, you gave me a little eye motion, so what was I supposed to know? 2014. Oh, sh- oh <laughs> shit. I'm bad at this. The... the Alright, I gotta think of the winners from all of these years. Because <laughs> I know it's, I know the three candidates for winners. I just don't know which year it was what which. Order. Was the Blackhawks 2014 again? No, it wasn't back to back to back to back. Kings were 2014. Yes. The Blackhawks were 2013. Yes. Kings were 2012. Mm-hmm. The Blackhawks were 2011. The Bruins were 2011. Mm-hmm. Blackhawks were 2010. Mm-hmm. Alright, so... I forgot everything. <laughs> <laughs> I was so like, yeah, you want to go the for the Kings other team? The Kings won in 2014. Yeah. They faced the Nippon Giants <laughs> of the uh, Japanese Baseball League. <sighs> Who are the Kings of Beaten? There's some weird ass teams in this. There are some weird ones. It's, it's always fun to look at the losers because sometimes it's like yeah. a juggernaut or it's a team that made sense as they went on to one uh-huh. next year or something like that. And sometimes it's a team that just never made it back. Kings would have beaten a team by the name of the New Jersey Devils. In 2012. 20- oh, <laughs> damn it. All right. All right. All right. Well, okay. I'm going to remember that. Not gonna remember that. Um, not the Penguins. The Penguins never went and lost, right? I don't think they've ever lost. I think they're. But they took so long to win at home, Ian. I that know. was basically a loss. Your shirt is a generic California shirt, by the way, which means it's not giving me any clues. Unless it's a Bruins. Big Sur school. I went to Big Sur. I'm sure you did. You go lots of places, Ian. Good for you. It's got, it's got holes in the armpits, though. A little tiny holes. Uh, I've had this shirt for a very long time. Well, you know, the bear, the bear on the front seemed better days, too. Yep. 
It's okay. It's still a good looking shirt. It's a oh, fine looking shirt. I don't Who know, did the king of I don't know that I've ever seen you wear it, Ian. Ah, shirt. Um, I mean, I'm only. I can only guess like two for conference, and then I'm just cheap. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, don't you like how formal these rules sure, are? Yeah. It's not a Canadian team, unless it is. It's not. It was the last Canadian team. It was not. It is. It's not. Okay. They beat the Los Angeles Kings. Beat the. I'm going for broke. I'm going for broke. (laughs) I don't know what that means. He's going to use all his energy. New York Rangers. Correct. Yes! Got it! Henrik Lundqvist, baby. Was so sad. 2013 was the Blackhawks. Mm-hmm. They beat the, uh, not the Devils. They beat the. Uh... <laughs> Ian just gently pushed his microphone away as I tried to interpret it as a clue. Didn't they beat somebody? In 2013, it wasn't the Bruins, right? They don't know. It was the Bruins? It was the Bruins. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so it was the Bruins. And then in 2012, the Kings beat the Devils. In 2011, the Bruins beat... I don't freaking know. The... You do know. Huh? It was a big deal. It was? It was a big deal. It's a big deal for them, who they beat. I mean, for the Bruins, too, but... The Canadians? No, they were in the same division. The Red Wings? I was like, what? When did the divisions flippy-floppy? Who would the Bruins have cared about beating? I mean, they just cared to win. The other oh. team hated to lose. Well, that's how it always works. Don't give me this big deal. But they crap. really hated to lose. The... In fact, the city hated losing. Vancouver Canucks! <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yes, the city hated it a lot. In 2010, the Blackhawks beat the Flyers. We already yes. covered that. I'm doing great. I haven't officially been bounced out of any of these. I like it. This is where it's going to go. Tell uh, yeah. <laughs> the Red Wings won in 2009. No, not at all. No. Okay, the, 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 the uh, Penguins? Yes. Beat the Red Wings. Yes. Yeah, Marion Hosa with the flip flops. So the Red Wings beat the Penguins, not the Penguins, the Blackhawks the year before. No. I broke it. I broke it. I <laughs> no, 2008, the Detroit Red Wings did beat the Pittsburgh Penguins. In 2009, I thought we were on 09. Yeah, but you said the one, you guessed it already. You did it. You said 2009, Pittsburgh beat the Red Wings. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was right. Yeah. So I was right both times. But you gave me facial. Confusion. This is lots of lots of question marks. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. You're right. I gotta be more certain. I gotta be more certain. I gotta assert myself. 2007. Is that what we're on? Yeah. I have no clue. Sure you do. Charlotte was the year before that, right? Hurricanes. I was like Charlotte. I'm like what? Oh six. They, they were in Raleigh. Play, they anyway. don't play in Charlotte. Yeah. They're in Raleigh. Yeah. yeah. Oh five oh six. That was the lockout year. No four oh five. Four oh five. So five oh six was there. Yeah. So a six oh seven was the Red Wings again? No. <laughs> I'm just gonna guess the Red Wings every time. I Ian don't know the Anaheim Ducks. Yes. 
with Chris Pronger. Yes. God, I'm good. I'm so <laughs> incredible. Beat the heaven the fuck yes quote Tampa Bay Lightning. No, no, I didn't say the Tampa Bay <laughs> Lightning. You said the Tampa Bay Lightning. Who would Chris Pronger have beaten wearing some ugly ass jerseys? Yeah, those were bad. They won in the worst jerseys. Yeah. The Edmonton Oilers is who he played for, not who he beat. I mean, he could still beat them. But they're in the same conference. Oh, I suppose, yeah. Duh. Could have beat them in the, in the yeah, Western but, Conference Yeah, and he finals. maybe did. I think he might have, actually. But that's not what we're talking about. The final guess, final guess. This wouldn't have been the Panthers' year. This would have been the... Don't give me that facial. Don't give me that crap. Don't give me that crap. <laughs> uh, who am I forgetting from up in the east? Fit, 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 fit. No, it's not going to be Philadelphia Flyers. Get over yourself, Stephen. Nobody in Ohio. Nobody in Pennsylvania. There's states... Were they in a state or were they in a province? And you tell me. You have a guess? I got nothing. The Montreal Canadiens. Close. The Ottawa Senators. Oh, that's the year. Damn it. All right. That was the Alfredson team, I guess. All right. All right. I got one wrong. 2006, the Carolina Hurricanes beat who? (laughs) What poor sons of bitches lost to the Carolina Hurricanes? Oh, man. Carolina beat Toronto in the Western Conference Finals. Uh, It's just weird that they were in the West. Uh, Yikes. I got nothing. Uh, Wait. The Dallas Stars. No. Yes. (laughs) That was was the Edmonton Oilers. That's what I was going to say, but I didn't say it. You said it as you were thinking last time. Uh, I was going to say it must have been. I guess he didn't have to. So now I got to go pre lockout? So there was a lockout. Oh, boy. Well, I'm counting the lockout year. That counts as a correct guess. (laughs) 2004. I, Ian. I'm gonna guess the Red Wings for everyone is. So you just have to tell me when I'm wrong. Okay. Did the Red Wings win in 2004? They did not. Did the Carolina Maple Hurricanes win anything? No. Did the Vancouver Castars? Wait a second. I can think and I can summon. This one. I feel like that for me personally, this is the last one I will always remember. And then I've educated I've educated myself, Stephen, to get to I think ninety five is where or ninety four where I forget. You started hockey earlier than I did. Two thousand four. These are the things I know for some what reason. What have been? That's too late for. Hall with the stars was ninety nine, right? Correct. So that would have been stars and sabers. See, I can get that See, one. That's fine. <laughs> But that doesn't count. You got our final one already. Oh, that's our you, final you one? It. You Oh, because you gave me 20, not 20 years. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very clever. All right. Well, <laughs> well that's how it works. So <laughs> the Red Wings won a lot after that, but they didn't win that one, apparently. 
Because the team that won in the pre-lockout year caused the lockout. The New Jersey Devils. No. And it was the Devils. No. Oh my God! Yeah, just it was the Tampa Bay Lightning Uh, against Drum McGinley's Calgary Flames. Of course, who wouldn't have guessed that? Okay, two thousand three. Did, did the Detroit Red Wings win it? No. Did the New Jersey Devils win yes. it? Yes. Did they beat the Detroit Red Wings? No. They did they have. beat the... I wouldn't expect <laughs> you to know this particular matchup, but there is a team that loses in the finals. A lot. That is of note. Due to, I guess I can't say more because that just gives it away. <laughs> Due to what? There's a team that loses and it is of note. Less because of the team. Because they Less... never won it in the finals? At that point, yes. But it is of note for a particular player on that team. You already you just said Jerome McGinley. <gasps> Joe Thornton? No. No, duh. That's also not a team, Steve. But it's a it's that kind of guy who couldn't get his cup, right? No. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I don't mm, I don't know if he won a cup. I don't know. Now I have to look it up. What is this mystery? There are people out there screaming at their phones and televisions. Alexa, never mind. And (laughs) other devices. She wanted to answer (laughs) you. She was ready. Wait, I could just ask her, couldn't I? Don't you dare. Well, you're going to have to ask her when I give up. Uh, The the New Jersey Devils. Mm Mm-hmm. Beat St. Louis Cardinals and famed player Ozzie Smith. A player on the losing the team. losing team died. No, <laughs> was good. Won the Con Smythe because he was Jean Sebastian Chagall <laughs> as an Anaheim Duck. Mm-hmm. I'm so smart. Oh man! Well, I mean, well, I mean. <laughs> it took you long enough. <laughs> the uh, horse didn't see the water. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh my god! 2002. The Red Wing. Yes. Deet. The, not the Buffalo Sabres, not the New Jersey Devils, not the Ottawa Senators, the, who would the Red Wings have beaten a lot besides us? Um, I think it was a sweep. The last Red Wings Cup was in 2002? No, 2009, that one. 2008. Eight, okay. I (laughs) I knew it was a while ago, but I didn't know it was that long. And I don't give a shit that they got bumped to fourth the in the New draft. The New York Islanders did they beat? The no, New York I, Rangers the New York Islanders beat? have been so bad, yeah, even through that period of time. Dumb guess, dumb guess. Stephen, you idiot. Was that but you should near make the a, Florida Panthers? No. I was like, but you should make a dumb guess, I think. <laughs> no, it wasn't Florida. Florida was, man, Florida was in the 90s, which is weird. Who would be a dumb guess? 
I have to go to the dentist on Wednesday. Did any of the players on this team not have teeth? teeth? Most of them. Okay. We do share a dentist. Is that what you said? Yeah, it's like a three-way. It's another three-way. Yeah. He's a friendly guy. He's a very Mr. Rogers type. That's not answering your question. Dumb guesses in the Eastern Conference. Are they in the modern-day Eastern Conference? Yeah. That's not a trick. No trick. Not a treat either. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let me tell you. I don't know who's in the Metropolitan Division. I don't know who's in the Atlantic Division. Hockey has been been away for too long, and I want it back. The team that the Detroit Red Wings defeated in 2002 was the... Was the Philadelphia Flyers is wrong. Was the there's no team in Georgia that would have been the Thrashers, they never made it. New York, New Jersey, there's nobody in Connecticut or Maine or New Hampshire, not the Columbus Blue Jackets, it wasn't the Carolina Hurricanes. Who the hell else is in the Eastern Conference? Ian, you're making this up. There's no team in Texas. There's no team in North Carolina. or Well, there is them, but we covered them already. Is it a Canadian team? Is this some piece you're of make shit guess. Canadian team? The Montreal Canadiens is wrong. That's wrong, <laughs> Ian. But go ahead and I'm tell, tell me. It's the Carolina Hurricanes. It was? They went twice? Oh, mm. that's wrong. Was the 2002 team better? Probably. I mean, you would have to guess. Well, they got swept. I mean, swept. They went to five games. And the Red Wings are just such a good team. Gentlemen's sweep. 2001. Which is my favorite sports term. The Detroit Red Wings. No. You sure? Yes. One, they didn't win. The team that won was... Did it help when you said the Detroit Wings? I said no, and then you said didn't win, and then I said no again. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, that clarified a lot for me. Oh, they didn't win. 2001 was the Colorado Avalanche. Correct. And they beat, how smart am I? Remember, because the President's Trophy, I thought I pushed and put it all together. It was the Blues, but it wasn't the Blues, it was the Avalanche. Because eat shit, Sam was, and they beat. 2001. The New Jersey Devils that year, baby? Correct. Yes! Got one! Didn't even have to try that hard. Woo! We already got 99, so this is the final one. It's year 2000. I'm going to be honest with you. Yep. It's been painstaking. Mm-hmm. Done better than I thought. I'm mildly proud of myself. You should be mildly proud. <laughs> <laughs> 2001. 2000. 2000. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say. The year the second Pokemon movie came out. Of Pokemon course. 2000. That's that right. might have been 2001, though, when or it came out. Or 1999. Or, yeah, 99. <laughs> they probably. really flirted with that year a lot. Yeah. The WrestleMania 2000 was in 2000, so, you know. Fatal 4-Way in the main event. You're welcome. We're going to have you name the four people on that match after this. You know what I'm going to say is that the Detroit Wings that won that year. 
Was it the Colorado Avalanche? No. Okay, well, we're screwed. Was it the New Jersey Devils? It was. All right. Did they beat the Detroit Red Wings? No. Did they beat the Colorado no. Avalanche? All right. Well, a, that doesn't what count. What a sad time. Dallas I, Stars I had like, won the year before. There's a fourth team you're missing. And the East and the West. Well, I mean in the West because New Jersey beat right. the Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I said the Dallas Stars. Yeah. But it's not them. There's a fourth team I'm missing. Like fourth and that they're very good all the time? Why, I don't know. why do you do this to my brain, Ian? What did my brain do to you? I thought we were in a large circle because. The Tampa Bay. Lightning. I think we're in a large circle because I, because I didn't say it, because I didn't say something. Are you making a guess? Have you made a guess? No. I'm very confused. Have you though. made any official guess yet? No, well, you no, know, because you told me it wasn't the Avalanche or the light, or the other team, the Red Wings. Correct. Okay, <laughs> so no, because okay. those were guesses. You were just confirming okay. that I was right that it wasn't them. But it wasn't the Avalanche. And it wasn't the Red Wings. Right. Right. Okay. Just making sure. What are you doing to me? <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't either of those teams. It was neither of those teams. And it wasn't the Blackhawks. No. But I need you to make a guess. Was it the? It was the Dallas Stars. It was the Dallas okay. Stars. <laughs> Hitchcock went back to back years. Yeah, Jason Arnett killed their dreams. He scored the game winning goal for the Devils. For the, for the Devils. Stars. Wasn't Jason Arnett a star for a long time? Probably at one point. But see, then uh, he played for the Blues, and then Kenny Chuck had to be like, ah, I hate him, <laughs> and it was all a big joke. And yes, then the Dallas Stars, of course, beat Buffalo in 1999, skate in the crease. We all that know. incident, oh boy, 95 was the New Jersey Devils beating a team. Good, good. I don't remember who it was. Mm-hmm. No, it was the Detroit Red Wings. New Jersey beat the Detroit Red Wings 95. In 96, god damn it. In 96, <laughs> who was it? 96 was the Avalanche, and they beat a team. Uh-huh. That Was that Florida? I think that was Florida. Okay. And then... I don't know these I know. Things. I'm just going on. So. 97 was Detroit and 98 was Detroit. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember the teams they played. One was Washington and one was Philly, I want to say. And I think they were both sweeps. It's like the saddest finals. The best final ever might have been last year. That's yeah. pretty good. 94 I- was... Sorry, now I'm just no, going no, no, crazy. Ninety four was the Rangers, and they beat Vancouver. No. Ninety four was the Rangers. Who did they beat? Did they beat L A. or did they beat Vancouver? I think they Let's beat Vancouver. Out. And then in ninety three, Montreal beat somebody because that was the last time a Canadian team was on the Cup. How embarrassing for Canada. <laughs> and 92 was Pittsburgh, 91 was Pittsburgh, and 90 was the Oilers. My God. And then I lose them all. Then there's four. Then Montreal's four in the... Or no, Edmonton's all in the 80s, and then there's like four Islanders Cups and four Montreal Cups, and that's like the saddest time in hockey in terms of finals. Anywho. 98 Red Wings beat the Capitals. 97 Red Wings beat the Flyers. Yes. 96 Avalanche beat the Panthers. Yes. 95 Devils beat the Red Wings. Mm. 
all of those, all four of those were sweeps. <laughs> all of them. Sweet Jesus. And uh, New York Rangers with Mike Keenan beat the Canucks the year before yes. that. Canadians beat the Kings in 93. Oh, okay. There you go. And the Penguins beat the Blackhawks. Didn't, and Penguins they beat the, beat North, the Stars. North Stars. Yeah. And then the Oilers beat the Bruins. And then the Flames beat the Canadians. Ian, I really do need you to guess wildly at the main event for WrestleMania 2000. Would I know? The, you would know every four, name. You would know every I, name on this I list. Know I wouldn't all do that. Four. The final, the the match was a final four way with four competitors for the WWF Championship, yep. with one of the four McMahons, Vince, Linda, Shane, and Stephanie, in each competitor's corner. So if I you like get that. a correct name, I would like you to just speculate wildly at which McMahon took their side. Wait, it was one of his it. wife. Linda's his Linda, wife. Okay. Yeah, she was more of a character back then before she okay. was in the Trump cabinet and some. Oh. Is she in the Trump yeah. cabinet? Yeah, sweet. <laughs> Not as like a cool. secretary of something, but like in some capacity. Oh yeah. boy, she um, ran for Senate a couple of times. So I'm gonna go with The Rock. Correct. I'm gonna go with Stone Cold Steve Austin. That is actually wrong. What? He was, he was injured. He was injured during this. But he would have. But he would have. Oh, of course. One hundred percent. Unless he was elsewhere on the card. Let me look. Woof. Um, I'm already out of my two best (laughs) guesses. Well, you got one of them. The Rock. You want to guess which McMahon was backing The Rock? Um, Vince. Vince McMahon was backing The Rock. You're correct. Look at you. Was this when The Rock was like a heel? Yeah. Okay. Because he was on Vince's side. That's how it works. But he wasn't always a heel, no? But was he a heel? Was he a heel the whole time? Every time he was in the WWE? No, he was a a face a lot of the time. Okay, I thought maybe he was like one of those heels where it's like, yeah, we've kept him heel the whole time. Well, he was one of those guys that was like a heel a lot of the time, but wasn't a heel because he was just so popular that like, who cares? But he was a face too. Okay. So you got The Rock. Are any of the, are, they're all like. (laughs) None of these are, are. They're all like wrestlers. (laughs) Yes. None of them, uh, that'd be too, that's, that's too many questions. Yes. There's at least one object in this room that would identify one of them for you. Oh. Mega Man. <laughs> you got <laughs> That's it. one of them. Mega Man. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, is one of them The Undertaker. No. See, he, he was too, he's too ethereal. He wouldn't be He might have also been injured because he doesn't seem to be on this card. And I think this card did have like a ton of injuries. Is one of them Sting? No, he was never in WWE. Was one of them? I was, but way later. Uh, was one of them Goldberg? No, this was WCW was still around at this point. Fuck, so. see, I don't know. All right, all right. Okay, I on. need you to think. I, I need, need you to, to lock really down and in. think. All right. Now, I will be real. Upset. One of these people, yeah. you will know, but you might know him primarily. Triple H. Rome's Triple H. That is correct, okay. yes. Oof. You know which McMahon was in Stephanie his corner. McMahon. There you go. Yeah. You got it. That one was right. And he emerged victorious as the WWF champion. That's too bad. There are two left. You've gotten the big two. Yeah. Oh, no. The two remain. Well, not the biggest by size, but the biggest in stature. Big show. It's the big That's show the in one. here. <laughs> that is correct. And he was with, uh, he was with Shane McMahon. Oh, I was like, oh, I was going to say, he was with Linda. Okay. Now, the third, the one with Linda, because Linda's a sweet old lady. Mm. So she's got to have 
uh, the the heart not the heartthrob that's the wrong term but the, the the character that tugs at the heartstrings and this this Ian is the person who's I just need to look what the millennium hand looks like okay <laughs> I don't know who got well, it I just wanna, yeah, got oh, it. yeah 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 uh, She's the minister of small business administration. Right. You know, small WWE. Yeah, you know, small business. international business administration. I think you can do this. Oh, sorry. You weren't going to extra sweet, innocent. Yeah, so he's got sweet and innocent, angelic character. I mean, he hadn't always been that. But he went through phases. Went through phases. They all go through phases. <laughs> oh, oh, sweet angelic character, but he wasn't always like that. Uh, no, that's too old. But some of these people are like none of these. None. Of, I mean, none of these people. Does this person still wrestle? No. Okay. Okay. Who were you gonna guess? <laughs> You're like, who are you gonna say? <laughs> I wanted to say, I want like, I was trying to think of, like, who is not good now and who could have just been good earlier and would have made no sense to me. So I was like, Randy Orton. Yeah, yeah, I was looking at me, Randy Orton. Randy Orton would have been, like, angelic, 16 teen. at the time. He could have been, he could have been drafted. <laughs> um, but I feel like, I feel like this is a weird time because it's, like, who, some of these people seem too old, but then they probably did still wrestle because, like, Triple H is still a wrestler. Uh-huh. So is it like... Um, well, I mean, three of these people have worked matches. Recently enough, I mean, yeah. Big Show and Triple H have wrestled in the last year. I'm not I'm not looking up who it is, but I'm look, I couldn't remember his name. So I was trying to look up this, like, moniker or whatever. Uh-huh. I don't know, like... Didn't help. It didn't first help. First result. Main event of WrestleMania. Yeah, that was real bad. Um, is it Shawn Michaels? It is not. He was also injured during this time. I had to look up HBK because ah, I was okay. like, I can't remember his name. If you shorten Shawn Michaels' last name, Mike. Not, <laughs> not quite Mike. Michael. Close to that. No. So like my last name, we just make it not plural. Yeah, but not really. No, no, no. no. Mikel. Close. Michelle. Ian. Any more hints? Um. Be real sad. Don't be so sad. You have seen this man fall off the top of tall structures. Probably. Oh yeah, but like now I don't remember who that was. <laughs> now I just remember the line. <laughs> The broken in half. I've got yeah. as my witness. He's broken. In yeah, half. now it's that guy. Yeah, that, I remember that whole, whole line that you just said without the name. Uh, uh, what? <laughs> you look like you had a guess. No. What? I don't it, got it. What species are you a part of? Ian? What? <laughs> what the fuck? Awesome. This person like the human machine, because <laughs> that's close to Michael. Person, human. It's so close. That's so sad. Oh, okay. Like, okay, are you ready for me to give it to you? 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's Mi- name is Human Michael. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, it's actually Human League. <laughs> Little known. Uh, fact that Human League transitioned from Tainted Love to WrestleMania 2000 very quickly. Mankind. You're correct! You got it! Mick Foley! Mankind. Oh, I was going to say Mick Foley. Oh, with Linda McMahon. Ah, fantastic. Match. He was bad at one point? He was not oh, a he good was guy? Very, he was very bad. Oh, really? He, did, he debuted as a psychopathic guy. Wait, with he, like a thing on his face? Yeah. And he, saw, he still had the thing on his face, but now he was wearing like a... F- Business shirt, being all goofy. <sighs> You're missing the ear, yeah. Well, yes. <laughs> I think I think there's no question that Human Michael has to be the title of this. Book. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to get all the way to the end of the swap. Well, you know? Yeah, they gotta earn it. <laughs> <laughs> I want that to be my wrestling <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, God. I think I'm going to pass out. All right. Well, uh, you got anything more you want to say? Uh, uh, so sorry, WWE <laughs> Universe. I apologize. Oh, boy. Uh, no, that's it. Okay, well... <laughs> this, this, one, this one unraveled. To all uh, the people listening live in attendance and all the folks watching at home, uh, that's it for us today. And in honor of human Michael. <laughs> By the way, that's all these two books are uh, right behind Yeah, but the spines are turned away from but me. But I couldn't look and see if they weren't. All right, in honor of human Michael. <laughs> Have a nice day. <laughs>